This is We Make People. I'm Robin Phillip. Hi there. Welcome to another episode of We Make People. So starting this podcast has had a bit of a learning curve for me, especially when it comes to less is more. I would say the average interview so far is about an hour long, so it's safe to say a fair amount ends up on the cutting room floor, so to speak. Such is the case with this episode. There were a number of outtakes from my interview with stay-at-home mom, Jessica Galloway, that didn't quite fit for the initial podcast, but I definitely feel are worth sharing. In this part of the interview, Jess wanted to discuss how we change after becoming a parent, specifically when it comes to our emotions and understanding how our little ones think. I found it entertaining, as are most of my conversations with this lady, and I hope you will agree. There's also another reason why I'm posting this one. I'm currently working on a new episode with multiple interviews, and I need a little bit more time to get it right. I'm actually diving into women's mental health, and I feel that attention must be paid to make sure I'm respectful of the women I've interviewed and that I'm hitting the right notes. That being said, I did promise a new podcast every month, So here at the 11th hour, I offer you episode three. I hope you enjoy. Thanks for listening. Another topic is um, maybe to discuss as moms, and I don't know if dads feel the same way, but um, how you've changed as a person having kids. Do you want to talk about that now? Well, I guess we could. I was just more, um, it uh, it occurred to me we were going to watch something some movie and it was about a kid that looked like he was his face had facially deformed or something and he just like a whole movie about how he manages at school and i'm like i don't think my heart could take that whereas you know eight years ago i probably could have totally watched that and now (laughs) i can't watch that stuff like i'm we were watching a scene in oh what is it pacific rim or something (laughs) and it it's the little girl is running away from the monster right and she's all alone in this like and it's just this, this stupid scene. They're just supposed to show how the dad comes and rescues her or whatever. And Paul's like, I can't watch this because you could just picture your kid and how terrified they might be running away from this monster all alone, right? Like, it's funny how you view those things. Yeah. I Differently. I was... So, like, yeah. I, I, I was definitely... The, the word stoic has been used to describe me from okay. time to time. So like I'm very my my sister-in-law um jokes around that like I'm a cold-hearted bitch cuz there's like <laughs> there's some films that we've watched and she's like, "Well, did you cry?" and it's just like, "Well, no. Like I'm Holy capable of controlling crying. my emotions. Like I'm good." <laughs> and like there's been a few times where um oh, what movie was it? Hotel Rwanda. Oh god. See, I wouldn't even attempt that right now. Like, I yeah, I, I wouldn't either. But so she, so this is back. Okay, I'm showing my age a little bit. So, so they burned me a copy of this movie to watch. And she's like, Ooh. you're going to cry. Like she, she went on this rant for a while, like, like where she was just like, I want to give this content to you and I know you're going to cry. And so we watched it and it was kind of short and, and it wasn't really all that emotional. And I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. It was sort of a story. And then I went back to her and she's just like, you gotta be kidding me. You're a monster. But like the burned copy was missing this whole genocide 
there's this whole like you missed you know, part of it. Yeah, movie. the road of bodies. Like I yeah, and I, it just it wasn't in the copy she gave me. So she's just like she's like, You're a cold hearted bitch. Like you had no <laughs> no emotions whatsoever. And so yeah, so you she, are a robot. Yeah, she wanted to go on this like thing where she's just like, Okay, well try this and I want you to watch this and the season finale of seven uh, six feet under. Oh yeah, that was under. a good one. Yeah. So it was like super emotional. And then the co- again this is probably, you know, like a karma thing. The burned copy of the <laughs> it finale. It kept that. skipping. Oh, and it's like it, it takes you out of it, it does, right? Yeah, like, it you're just like, oh, God. And then the really emotional music. And then it's like it's skipping. And then you're just like, oh, I don't even care now. <laughs> and it's just like, did you cry? And it's like, no, like not at all. And it's like, so, so, but now. Uh-oh. Freaking Moana. It's just like when the, the sea parts and she's just like, I know who you are. And I'm just like, holy crap, I just can't handle it. And like, it's like Disney movies make me like, and and yeah, that that's changed for sure. We watched, um, oh, Arrival. Have you seen Arrival? Yes. I and, have And the whole idea that. of like, does she knows her future and she has this daughter, spoiler alert, yeah, this yeah. daughter that like. Don't. Don't gets, listen to the rest of this. Yeah, yeah, if you haven't seen this, maybe skip ahead a bit. Whatever, but. it's years ago. Even I've seen it. And yeah. I have three kids. Move on. If you haven't seen it, it's your own. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like this idea of like she has this daughter and she knows she's going to die of cancer, but she still has the daughter and lives out the life. And and yeah. both like me and my husband were just like, fuck. Oh. Like at the end of it, we're just like, oh my God, that's like heart wrenching. Where, you know, honestly, before I had kids, it'd be like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Like I feel like sucked. I feel like there's definitely a like it's a like a peeling away of emotional defenses when you become it's a parent. Definitely greater you're... empathy. And I used to think it was my hormones from being like pregnant <laughs> and breastfeeding, and that's yeah, probably yeah. just doesn't help. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like they kept that way. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is when you see life, if you can really stop yelling at your kids for a minute and see what they're thinking. You realize how things might go for them. So when you watch a movie yep. and something sad happens, you realize mm-hmm. that what they might actually be going through. It's not just this vague, abstract child that, yep. you know, oh, they'll grow out of it. Yeah. So you can you can kind of see that. So as a parent, you know, the, the, the thought of losing your child, mm-hmm. you know, they can they hit that on you and they know it's going to make you sad. Yeah, or the <laughs> thought of them suffering in some way. Like mm-hmm. watch... I watched Anne. Have you seen the new? Well, new. I shouldn't say new. Yeah. The, the new Anne Green Gables. No, CBC. I haven't. I have it's not. good. It's pretty good. I've been meaning to. And it. it was another one of those like, uh, when I was a kid, I had a hard time relating to Anne because she was this like whiny little redhead, and I was a redhead, and everyone was just like, "You look like Anne." And it's like, <laughs> sure, if Anne had a, a, was three feet taller and like a hundred <laughs> pounds heavier, maybe I'd come close. But like, I, I just I didn't relate to that character the way that I think I was supposed to as a kid. But I, as an adult, I look on that and I'm just like, oh, God, like, you know, the the disappointment, the constant disappointment. And then and then I look at my kids and, or, and, you know, it's like, well, I had to send my daughter to her room for like an hour and a half this morning. You know, what is what is in her brain when she's sitting there knowing that I'm. Do they know you're mad? I don't do nah. they. Do they know you're mad and not care? I don't know. It's the not caring that really, really gets me going. Yeah. When I'm angry. When I'm angry, I want them to at least know that I'm angry. Yeah. And to care. But I don't know if they care. Yeah. That's a tough one. Maybe she's just thinking about octonauts. <laughs> Probably. 
and or, it's the you know and it's the total lack of ability for them to um take care of themselves like you think logical thoughts as a person mm-hmm. um here's a here's another spoiler i've been watching this is us so there's there's the, the big super bowl show where there's a house fire mm-hmm. right so you know they they depict their their 18 year old kids almost 17 or something un- almost unable to le- get out of the house you know so when we go through the fire safety at home you know i'm like okay oz this is what you got to do you got to get out you just doesn't matter how you get out just get out of the house does he really get that yeah like i'm not sure he really does so right. it's you know kids they get scared they they don't think the same way we do they'll they'll think of things like i'm not allowed to leave the house without asking yeah. or I can't leave the house. Like the thought of them breaking a window and getting out wouldn't occur to them because they're not allowed to break things. Yeah. Right. Like, you yeah, know, I, yeah. I told them, I'm like, you know, if you got to break that door open to get out, that's okay. But, you know, obviously only if there's a fire. Right. Yeah. Well, well, then what would we, how would we get a new door? Is this, was this first question? Right. That is literally not the first question that should come to his yeah. mind. Right? So, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, that thought process isn't quite there yet. It's not there. And yeah. and so I think they there's a disservice when you see shows where kids act extremely responsibly. And I mean, maybe there are some kids that do that, but I think some kids just aren't capable of it because they just, they've been, they've been raised to do certain things and mm-hmm. they, they can't go out of that. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe that's a reason why we got to practice more fire safety at home. I don't know, <laughs> Well, that's like there. I don't. A few years ago, there was a three-year-old that got out of an apartment building in the winter oh, in Toronto, yep. like, and couldn't get back in, and like that w- ended. We don't even know if he tried to get back in. Yeah, like, he just he went. Out, he was he was going out to merch. Where was he going? In his yeah. diaper. Yeah. In his boots. Right. Like he yeah. wasn't thinking all that clearly, mm-hmm. or he was. He he was on an adventure. Yeah. <laughs> so it's funny, funny to see that. So as a parent, you know now how how that works in their minds so it's it's a lot scarier when you see like a, in a movie with a kid in trouble because mm-hmm. you realize that like that, that could kid happen yeah. really is in trouble yes like it, yeah it's not this you know all all they have to do is walk down the stairs and they'll be okay well they don't the kids just do not think that way so yeah. but my level of being able to handle it has seemed to decrease drastically <laughs> yep yeah that's true very true I, I also so the one thing i found as well and it's funny looking. So I went out for lunch with some coworkers yesterday. Oh, cool! And and I brought I brought along the baby because because that's that's because you can't just leave the baby on the floor. Yep. <laughs> and so, but there was like very much like a palpable anxiety, it's very subtle, but it's under underneath everything of oh shit, is the baby gonna cry? Mm. for you or for them for them i don't give a shit i i'm i'm willing to to i'm willing to you know act on the social contract that if my child starts screaming in the middle of you know lunch when everybody's trying i'm i'm willing to remove my child from that situation like i'm not you can handle this yeah but there's some people who just like a baby is almost like an explosive it's like oh god when is it gonna you know and and i even remember before I had kids being in like a grocery store and like hearing a kid cry or, and you're just like, Oh God, like baby's crying. And you just, and you had this kind of, um, comical, you know, kind of impression of like the mom with the scraggly hair and the, in the, in the wrinkled <laughs> clothes. And she's like going nuts because the baby's crying. Like you kind of had that, that kind of yeah cat lady from stereotypical Simpsons. kind of mom 
mom picture in your head about what's going on. But then when you become a parent, now when I hear a child crying, I'm like, oh, something's wrong. Or or like, oh, like like it's it, it means something completely different to me now. Yeah, it, to me it means not my problem. <laughs> oh my god, thank God it's not me. That's literally the first thing that comes to mind when a kid is being terrible and it's not mine. I just think I don't have to do anything here. <laughs> and well, then I feel bad for the mom or the pa- dad or whoever's with yeah, them. Yeah. I'm like, oh, they got to deal with that right now. Yeah. <laughs> but even like like a newborn cry is different than a regular cry. Okay, and people so- that get upset about newborn crying yes. that's not your newborn that you've not heard crying nonstop for 14 hours straight. Yeah. I don't, you need to settle down yes. because it is a baby yes. and it also isn't that loud. Yes. And it's not your issue. Like. Yeah. But I remember, I remember having this like physical repulsion to like a, a baby crying and i remember telling my mom this and she was kind of like appalled she was Ooh. just like like well a baby crying is them communicating i'm like i didn't get that like when you're in your 20s and you're want to go out for sushi and have drinks with your friends like, and there's oh, like a, there's a baby a, crying yeah. inside me or you're it's on a plane and you're just like oh god freaking baby like uh, right now i'm just like you know you're a miracle mom if you decided to to fl- like i was doing a, a flight to I don't know, whatever, it was, it was, uh, Shanghai or something. So it's like a really long flight. And there's a there's babies on this flight. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I think back and I'm like, the mothers that had to, to go 12 or 15 hours on a plane with a... Like, I can't even fathom that. Yeah. Now. Anybody like, who thinks that a person wants to take their children on a plane... Yeah. Is... Like, we just... I can't wait to get my kid on a plane. That is insane. Yeah, nobody, no, thinks nobody thinks that. that. <laughs> All right, I think that's a probably a good place to stop. Kids and travel has come up a lot and surfaced a lot in my life and in the lives of the women around me. And I definitely want to do it justice by doing an entire episode. I do want to reiterate, if there is a topic you're passionate about or a discussion you would love to hear, a woman you would like to have interviewed, please do not hesitate to contact us. Like what you just heard? Want more? Subscribe through iTunes and be sure to visit the website at wemakepeople.org for more resources and discussion. Share, connect, empower. We make people. Thanks for listening. <laughs>